all these men are the same. Does he even all see me? Like, literally. Ever find a man? I'm friend zoned over I here, swear. but I'm supposed to be your wife. Misconception about me is to discover areas of myself without another person's influence. Being single is honestly fun. What's wrong with me? I'm thriving. My time to shine. I can't believe that I'm finally single. No recording. What's up, y'all? What is up? Singles Unlocked. It's your girl, Tyler. And it's Ams. <laughs> we want to say it like that. Oh my gosh. It's Amber, y'all. <laughs> we're back. Y'all, we're back. We are back. We're back. You know what? Amber, I want to throw this out there real quick because Sorry. earlier today, y'all, we had prayer group. We have it on Sundays. Absolutely amazing. If y'all are ever available on a Friday or a Sunday, I mean, we may change the, set, the schedule. I don't know. But this prayer group was absolutely amazing. Absolutely amazing. Holy Spirit was all up and through that thing. In our business. All in our business. In every piece of it. I feel like if I had any business to mind, I couldn't even <laughs> mind it. <laughs> no, y'all. Tyler is 100% right, guys. Like the prayer, that's, to be transparent, that's something that we we did, but not like exclusively. So we didn't have like a day for prayer, like at all. Like, so that was something that the Holy Spirit moved and we moved on that. So one of those, we have Singles University. Yeah, SU, Singles University, one of those days. And the other day will be prayer. So uh, we out here praying strategically. We are out here slaying demons, uh, like literally changing mindsets, slaying demons. Girl, I felt, no, I literally just told Tyler this, guys. Like when I walked out the car, I felt like I was like two pounds lighter. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I felt like I was two pounds lighter. Wow. <laughs> I felt the same way. I was like what that was oh my goodness and you know I read somewhere that the least attended day that most churches have is the prayer days is those prayer afternoons or prayer evening services that's the least attended service ever and even beforehand you know sitting there just praying like if you're like okay it's just going to be a prayer service. Like, do I really have time for that? You start making justifications on why you can't go, all this other stuff. I just urge you just go because once you get there, like, it's going to be so amazing. Just put everything aside for those, however long it is. You, we didn't even know it was an hour. We had no idea that it was just a whole hour. And we were like, what? It's just amazing. So going into this week, Going into this week's episode, ah, we're so excited, y'all. This is the second part of our very first episode. Amber, what yeah. was that? The first one, what was that called? You oh, you single, single. Oh, you single, single. Oh, you single, single. Exactly. So our first point today, getting our mindsets in order, stewardship over relationship. Stewarding over relationships. Can I go in on this one, Tyler? Please do. Let me go in. Guys, as a single, stewardship, stewardship is like a very like broad thing, but that's something that we really need to start 
practicing, right? Mm -hmm. Because once we're, since this is a singles podcast, singles ministry that we're like preparing ourselves for godly marriages and, you know, and stuff like that and friendships and all these different things, you want to learn stewardship. You want to steward, AKA for those of you who aren't Christian and who don't know, because I know a lot of you guys tune up here too, like stewardship just means take care of. That's all it means. It just means take to take good care of. So if God gives you something, a person, a or an object, like this is my favorite lip gloss. Y'all can't see me. We on the Zoom. This is one of my favorite lip glosses. I'm gonna steward over this thing. I'm gonna take care of it because I just bought it, and if I lose it, I'm gonna be tight. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. No, seriously, it, it's stuff like that. Like when God gives you like a godly friendship, a godly relationship. Uh, there's a lot of godly marriages that should have been marriages that aren't to this day because they did not practice stewardship in their single season. Wow. I just want to say that again, because that hit my chest wow. personally. That hit me personally. Mm-hmm. That hit me personally. And let me just be transparent. There are a lot of relationships in my past that I could have had great friendships with, but because I lacked stewardship and how to be a good friend a good sister in Christ at that time I was nothing about being nobody's sister in Christ let me just be honest <laughs> let me just be honest I was not thinking about being nobody's sister in Christ back then I was like that's my boy you know what I'm saying but because I wasn't that I had no idea how to do that in a relationship and so pretty much it was my way or the highway and I was it was just like yeah that's not stewardship it's not even stewardship over yourself because if God were to send you a good friend, you wouldn't know what hit you if they decided to leave your life. Well, that person was never supposed to be there. Then no, you just lack stewardship. Did wow. I go too far? She that's personal. That's <sighs> you're coming for throat. So so what's that about? <laughs> I'm sorry. That's so personal. I had I take I took that. I took that to heart. Thank you, Holy Spirit, because I took that. Like stewardship is something that we need to learn stewardship we had a bomb clubhouse um this past whatever last week friday or saturday tuesday something who knows one of those days we're gonna change the date on that too but on one of those days anthony o'neill shout out to you bro came up there and literally gave us so much and tanisha tanisha lewis anthony o'neill and tanisha lewis tanisha lewis came up there and i'm so stumbling over my words but came up there and talked to us about financial financial stewardship Hmm. you want to connect with somebody but you don't know how to save you're Hmm. going to spend up all their money you don't know about investments which is not always a necessity sometimes maybe your man can handle it but god forbid something happened to him kayla brought this up to me the other day and it blew my mind shout out to you kayla monet it blew my mind like Oh yeah, guys, we're the podcast that we, we shout out our singles. I'm sorry. We, we, yeah, we, we are letting you all know everything that's going on. So me and Kayla were having a conversation. She was like, I want to be able to work and I want to know financial stewardship well, because if my husband breaks his leg or by some chance can't do it, I need to know how to do it. And that blew my mind. I was like, yo, girl, you're right. And although I was already kind of on that path per se, in my mind, I'm like, dang that could really happen like you could get married to somebody and something happened and you have to know that you have to know those things just as well as they do Mm -hmm. that's why stewardship is it's such a gift to have and to give when you're going to become a unit with a friend or a person yeah I'm sorry girl that was so good I was (laughs) in that church the other day and one thing that they were talking about was community and steward stewarding over community as well and 
I guess for myself, I never actually sat down and thought about the importance of community while we're single. That's one thing that God has given me during my singleness is he has given me a community. He's given me godly community. He's given me community with so many different people that I would have never thought I would connect with. Um, and one thing that they were saying was, I think they asked the question of what they asked. They said something like, um, how has community been important to you in your singleness? And I started thinking about it and I was like, wow, like I've never thought about, I've never thought about that question, but that's another one. Amber kind of, you touched on it when you were just talking, but stewarding over your community as well and groups that you belong to and being a friend, learning how to be a friend, learning how to communicate with people, communication. Um, right before this call, me and Amber were talking and we had both said that marriage and relationships, they don't, they're not the end all be all. They're not the finish line and they don't just open up the doors for you to finally have everything figured out. No, the way that you are right now is gonna be the same way that you are when you come into a relationship. If you're not stewarding over this season of singleness right now, you're going to be coming into a relationship and that person is going to be dealing with what you didn't take care of in your singleness, what God was calling you to take care of in your singleness. That person, now you have someone else who's trying to deal with this and now you're annoyed because they're telling you, oh, get your finances right. Oh, you're a bad friend. Oh, you don't know how to communicate. And it's like, it's easy to deal with that stuff when you're single because no one's checking you. You know what I mean? You can live your life no matter how you want. When you come into a relationship, it's you two together. Uh, uh, no baby. Like you got someone checking you. And like I've said it before, my patience, even I'm a very defensive person, Amber. I am so defensive. I'm dealing with that in my singleness right now. I have friends who will tell me things and I want to, I want to pop off right then and there. And I say, nah, let's not do that. Because if I pop off right then and there, and then I go into a relationship with a man, I'm gonna uh -huh. do the same thing with my husband. I'm gonna wanna pop off right then and there and be like, don't be telling me what to do. Da -da -da -da. You can't tell me, you know what I mean? And it's like, girl, get that stuff right in your singleness, steward over this period of time. If you see yourself being defensive, work, work on that. Allow God to work through you on that. Because like I said, marriage and relationships are not the finish line to you just being a perfect person they just highlight it more because you got someone shining the light on you in the relationship i'm sorry drop the mic <laughs> just kidding tyler said she came to slice your throat all the way from right to left and then just leave you there that's what she really meant to say like <laughs> of all that Holy Spirit filled talking what she was doing. Sure. Tyler took the butcher and just that's it. Just, oh my gosh. You know another mistake that we make in our singleness, Tyler? FOMO. We have a serious case of FOMO. And social media does not help that. Like I will literally, there was a point in time, and even sometimes now, I'll be on my phone like oh, that's a beautiful relationship. And you don't even, all you're thinking in your mind is, oh, this is cool. I want to do this one day. Mm -hmm. But it's the, I want to do this. Like, what is your heart posture when you say, I want to do this one day? Are you coveting? Which means for those of you who aren't Christian, those of you who haven't really heard the word or whatever, it means to desire, like to the point of you'll do anything to get it, which is pretty unhealthy, you know? Are you lusting after wanting like a relationship? 
idolizing it, stuff like that. Like, are you doing that now? Like, you know, so it's cool to see it and scroll, but then you got to check yourself. I always say this, guys, as a single, as a person, period. But when you're in a single, single season, it's, a, it's the best time to do it. Check your heart posture at the door, okay? Check your heart posture because that's where FOMO comes in. So you have this fear of missing out. But God tells you not to worry, like not to worry because first of all, if God has every, and I say this all the time, if God has every detail of my life figured out, why the heck would he be caught lacking in the area of my relationships? Wow. Just because, just because like, I'm going to get everything right for Ams, everything. I'm going to make sure she got a career. I'm going to make sure she got this. Tyler, she going to have the big house, the white Jeep. Okay. Plug for her future husband, you know? <laughs> And mine too. We gonna have to. We got the twenty. We gonna be twenty with the cars. Like I'm serious. Why would he have that all figured out, and not the area of your relationships? Wow. And I wish y'all could see my face right now. <laughs> That's it's like a screenshot. Like we should screenshot it and post it. Like why? Why would he do that? Oh, I got. He dribbling down the court, and then he see the relationship basket, and he just turns around and throws it in the bush. Like he's not doing that. <laughs> that sounds so crazy but I'm serious he's not doing that God is really out here caring about every detail of your life and we have some scripture um from Matthew 6 31 through 34 guys sometimes my reading is off so here we go so do not worry saying what shall we eat and what shall we drink what shall we wear for the pagans run after all these things and you your and your heavenly father knows that you need him Mm. let's just stop there I know they're talking about food and stuff, but let's place in relationships. Like let's do so. So do not worry about saying, who shall I marry? Hmm. Who's going to court me? When will I get married? For the pagans run after these things, but your heavenly father knows that you need them. Hmm. Your heavenly father knows that you need the things that he's going to give you. And you even, and even, you know what? Even if we replace that need with your heavenly father knows that you want them. Even in that, because this verse, I love how you replaced it. This verse, he's talking about things that you need, right? But even if you replaced it with want, even if you replace it with want, your heavenly father knows that you want them. And he's not just overlooking that. He knows that you desire this. Okay, girl, go ahead and keep going. (laughs) She just, I don't know if I can, you slipped my throat again. (laughs) I don't even know. No, I'm kidding. Let me see. Um, but seek for, here we go. Y'all all know this one. This is like single Christian anthem. This is every Christian anthem. But seek first his kingdom and his righteousness and all these things will be given to you as well. As well. Do you know that? Why did that just stand out to me today? As well. So that means what I need. And like Tyler just said, Holy Spirit, come on now. I'm sorry, guys. I had a burp. Literally what I need and what I want. He's going to, not even that, let's take it a step further. He's going to do what's best fit because your wants, right? And might change, but he's going to know what you want in the future. So what I wanted when I was in high school, I don't want now. Thank God. Yeah. I would be with some scrubs. Girl. And that's just the truth. Thank the Lord. Girl. But Tyler, you're a hundred percent right. Like as well. So these promises are yes and indeed. 
Just wanted to say that. I just had to say that. Therefore, do not worry about tomorrow. Tomorrow worries about itself. Each day has enough trouble of its own. Hmm. Enough trouble of its own. I want to hop ahead to Matthew 7 real fast. Ask, seek, and knock. We're going to start in verse 7, where it says, Ask, and it will be given to you. Seek, and you will find. Knock, and the door will be opened to you. For everyone who asks, receives. The one who seeks, finds. Oh, what did we just... What, what were we just asked to seek? Seek first the kingdom of God. All right, let me just throw that out there. Um, uh, <laughs> and to the one who knocks, the door will be opened. So we're in verse nine now. So get this, which of you, if your son asks for bread, will give him a stone? Or if wow. he asks for a fish, will give him a snake? If you then, though you are evil, we're evil. He's straight up telling us y'all are evil and you still provide for your kids. Y'all are evil and you still give your kids the things that they need, okay? If you then, though you are evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your father in heaven give good gifts to those who ask him? So in, um, hello. So in everything, do to others what you would have them do to you for this sums up the laws and the prophets. That's what we're talking about. That's exactly what Amber was just talking about. Like dribbling down the court. I love that analogy that you just said, the dribbling down the court. He's, he's not just seeing, oh, Amber wants a relationship. Amber wants a good godly man one day. Nah, you know what? I'm gonna let her deal with that. I'm gonna go shoot her over here. No, no, he knows how to give us good gifts. That's how you need to see God. Like we are his children. He's the number one who knows how to give us good gifts. And then we go out and we try and find these different people on our own and people who we think will be good for us. No, what we're telling you to do right now is first of all, don't worry about it because God knows how to give you good gifts. You just got to trust that. Jesus. Hallelujah. Wow, Tyler. My God. <laughs> Tyler said something. Ask, seek, not. That's what you need to know about that verse. There's order to this. There is a hundred percent order to this. God is a God of order. Yes. God is a God of order. So I just wanted to say that like he has, he's very strategic. He has a process to everything. Let me just, I don't, that's a podcast for another day. That's a podcast for the, that's, that's for the next one. Red flags. We can talk about order all day and red flags yes. going off order submission as a single you want to know how to submit to God. And when God tells you to submit to a person, you want to know how to do that too. You want to know how to do that too, because then when you get into a relationship, you'll be easy, you'll be, it'll be an easier process. And let's tackle on this submission thing just a tad bit. It doesn't mean, yes, I do whatever you say. Like, you know what I'm saying? This is why we need submission and discernment. So I want to add that in there too, because, you know, um, when you're single, we need to be, in our word, fasting, praying, and obviously doing what God's telling us to do during this time. Um, Cause you don't want to submit to the wrong person. Oops. Did I just say that? Yeah. You don't want to submit to the wrong person. Yeah. And there are certain leadership styles. Tyler, you said this best one day that you, that, that that's just, that's just, you can't submit under. There are just certain, that may be step. He might be a great man, but that might be somebody else's something you know what I'm saying like so submission is a good thing to know I think um I had a couple friends who we were um working together in college 
and we were doing um what's that thing called I think it was cab or like creative events or something like that in school and there were times that I had to step down because it was their event and I had to go okay what do you need me to do you know what I'm saying there was times I had to step step it up and stuff like that and that taught me that was the baby that was the best way God could have taught me submission back then because if God would have said if I would have read anything about submission to a man I would have been like I would have cussed <laughs> I just said absolutely not these men is out here well and I'm not doing that thank you very much they don't got their heads on straight meanwhile I don't have my head on straight either so who am I to judge you know but that's 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 where I was back then and so learning the love of God and how much God loved me it made it so much easier to submit mm. um, along I just realized this along with red flags next week we should talk about green ones Mm. so we can kind of let people know like what to look for I just thought about that I so love we'll add that in there um but gonna, yeah go ahead girl I was gonna add y'all one way that my mind works um <laughs> when Amber's when Amber's speaking I got my bible app open and I'm like oh she said something oh no I know a verse for that I start going to the next verse that's how I do because ability yeah we want we want everything that we say to be backed by the Bible. We're not talking on our own right now. We're talking from experience, but everything else, everything even with our own experiences is backed by the Bible. So we just want to throw that out there. Um, with Proverbs, so I want to read Proverbs 3, 5 through 6. And I'm going to read two different translations for you. The first says, trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him and he will make your path straight. So the next one, says in all your ways submit to him and mm. he will make your path straight i find that very interesting that the esv says acknowledge and that the niv says submit that those words are interchangeable right so when i think about submission for myself and interchanged it that with the word acknowledge even just acknowledging someone else right acknowledging that they so we didn't read this right now, but Ephesians 5, it's talking about the Christian household and the way that the husband needs to be and the way that the wife needs to be, right? So we're about to go into that in a second. But in that verse, in those verses, it talks about the wife submitting to the husband. What I see with the word acknowledge is acknowledging that this man is being led by the Lord and that you can submit to him, right? But if this man is not being led by the Lord, if you went out and got yourself a worldly man, you can't acknowledge that he's being led by the Lord. You cannot submit to him just like Amber was saying. That's mm -hmm. why it all starts with you stewarding over your own season of singleness and this person also doing the same for themselves because you need to be able to trust that this person is being led by God to be able to lead you to God. That's just something that popped up in my mind, but it's like, if I can't acknowledge that you are being led by God, how can I submit to you? How can I, <laughs> how can I, I, I'm sorry. That's just, man. That's huge. Submission guys. When I, when I think of some, even Tyler, we might as well go into the next, the last point. Let's just um, yeah. Because that goes into the Ephesians five man that, and, you know, that we're talking about like submission. One thing about submission, I would not even be able to submit to, let me be real, 
way back when God, mm-hmm. until I learned how much he loved me, mm-hmm. until I learned how, what he did for me and really felt that thing and acknowledged it. Mm-hmm. I would not have been able to submit to him. Yeah. And he knew that. And so there were times that he had to love the crap, the hell, the dog doo-doo out of me, mm-hmm. like continuously show me love. Like I wake up and I'm like, dang, like you still love me. Like the verse says, you still love me. You still woke me up this morning. Like you still did all these things after I said I was going to do this and then went back and did it. like this love, like, and it goes back to in the verse where it says wives, I mean, husbands love your wives as Christ loved the church. <laughs> And show that's basically for a man. Let me just give you a little tip. Show yourself approved, okay? Men and women, show yourself approved. And that will, first of all, this is, might be a, something for another day too. But like when you show yourself approved to somebody, like people can trust, that's building trust, it's building rapport. If I'm going to submit to you, I want to know A, that you're hearing from God. And I want to know that you're going to love me the way that Christ loves the church. I want to know. But that's what God, in addition to that, that's what God calls husbands to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good husbands do that. Mm-hmm. And it shows, the word shows itself that it works that way. It really does work that way. Like submission, submission should be like a quality that we learn regardless, but that's submission too. When I think about it, when I sit here and think about it, like a man loving his wife, like Christ loved the church, I'm submitted and committed to you. Do you, do you get what I'm saying here? Or am I, or am I going off a little bit? No, you girl, go off. That's a level of submission to this relationship, to what God asked me to be. I'm talking about husbands now to you and not submission, like in the same way that maybe a woman would, but in some, cause there's like order and whatnot, but that's reverence. That's respect for God. And because I respect and I love God, I respect and I love you. And it's going to flow. All these things just flow. Submission will just happen. Guys, when they say happy wife, happy life, I mean, the reality of it is happy spouse, happy house. So I'm pretty sure Dash, whoever said it mad long ago, that's not an Amber original. That's like something I saw off Instagram mad long ago, but it really does flow together. So that was really good, Amber. And something that you said in the past, you not even being able to submit to God. All of us have been there. All of us have been there. I think this whole thing. Another point that we wanted to talk about was needing new mercies every single day, every single day, needing new mercies. And I wanted to go into first Timothy one. That's, I just keep saying that's one thing about me. I'm just with the scriptures, (laughs) but first Timothy one verse 13, even though I was once a blasphemer and the persecutor and the violent man, I was shown mercy because I acted in ignorance and unbelief. The grace of our Lord was poured out on me abundantly, along with the faith and love that are in Christ Jesus. So when you're talking about God showing you an abundant amount of love every single day, that's just like, that's just like what Paul is talking about here. He says, I was a persecutor, a violent man, and I was shown mercy because I acted in ignorance and unbelief. So right now, y'all, for you in your seasons of singleness, you know, we're giving you a whole bunch of tips. We're giving you um, things that you can apply to your seat, to your singleness right now. If you're ignorant, if you are not 
submissive, if you are not even submitting to God's leadership, if you're not doing any of that stuff right now, it's like, allow the love of God to just work through you. Allow the love of God to just permeate your soul and just soak it all up right now. And Amber, I love what you said. You said something. I forget. Um, I need to be writing this stuff down. But one thing that I wanted to say was all of this stuff is in his plan. All of this works out in his plan. Every single step of your life, your single season right now, whatever's happening in this single season right now, it's not bringing you closer to another person. What it is, is it's bringing you closer to God. It's bringing you closer to God at the end of this. And there's no, there's, I mean, the finish line, I guess, is when we get to heaven, I guess, but like throughout our lives, there's not going to be any finish line. Like I said earlier, marriage Mm -hmm. is not the finish line. Marriage is bringing us closer to holiness than anything else. I've said that multiple times, but these are just things that happen along the way. Singleness is just happening along the way. Marriage is just happening along the way. Kids are just happening along the way. You're getting closer to God at the end of this, at the end of this, no matter what. In your Your marriage. Oh my gosh. Go ahead, Tyler. I'm sorry, girl. No, 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 girl. You're fine. I was just going to say in everything that you're experiencing right now, no matter what it is, no matter what it is, that was just a little piece of encouragement. I just wanted to throw out there. It just came to my heart, but I love that marriage is not the finish line. And also, can we say when you guys get there, congratulations. Okay. Congratulations. But let me say this, your marriage needs to bring you closer to God. Your marriage is ministry. Love your wives as Christ loved the church. That's ministry. It should, it should amplify how Christ loved. That's a, I'm about to post that on the story. That it should amplify how Christ loved the church. Yes. Show people there's relationship goals out there with marriages that are pretty much trash. Mm. Pretty much trash. Like they look good, but the reality of it is they're pretty trash. Mm. Nice reels, but pretty trash. Not even not knowing what the standard is for them from one day to the next. Like not just trash, just garbage, barf. I could hurl right now. Like we want marriages that, oh, Holy Spirit. We want marriages that amplify the kingdom, that amplify God's word over and over and over. And we need more of those. We need more of those. Yeah, (laughs) y'all. 100%. And one thing, one thing I was going to say was, why would we want to get into a relationship with the wrong person? But I'm going to be careful with that. I'm going to be very careful with that because it gets lonely out here. 100%. It gets lonely out here. And I'm not going to sit here and act like we don't struggle with this. I'll I'll speak for myself. I'm not going to sit here and act like, I don't struggle with this. Sometimes I want to throw in the towel and just say, I mean, this guy's giving me attention. So why not him? You know what I mean? Why not him? Well, can't I just make him Christian or can't I just, you know, he likes me a lot. Like, can't I just make him this way? No, he likes you a lot, but what's his relationship like with God? Does he like God a lot? Does he love God a lot? Does he honor? Because that sounds very, and we're going to highlight this. That sounds counterfeity. Yeah. That's very, that sounds like, and we're going to talk about this soon, like compatibility versus suitability. That sounds like, oh, we good now, but then we might be equally yoked down the line. And then what was the point of getting to know you in the first place? And I'm going to even say, as long as he's looking towards you, 
you can mess that up. 100%. Oh my. You can mess that up. The thing is, if he's looking to God, God is never going to mess that up. God is never going to disappoint him. You can disappoint him, sis. Bro, you can disappoint her. As long as they're looking towards you and you have their attention for a little bit, uh-uh. Don't think that that's going to sustain anybody. Don't think that that is ever sustainable because we're human and we're disappointing. Read the Bible, you'll see. <laughs> Read the Bible and you'll see that every single person in the entire Bible has been disappointing except for one, Jesus. He's been the only one that hasn't been disappointing. So if you have someone looking towards you and they're giving you all this attention and everything and they're like, you know, I just love you. I just want you. It's not, it's not, no, because you can disappoint them. And that's, where's the love? You know, that's where divorce comes in. I mean, I'm not really anyone to speak on that, but yeah. And so, going back to our last point, we need new mercies every single day every single day don't be out here thinking that you can do it all alone like seriously get a god get that's another place we mess up we don't get godly community we don't use accountability and we don't remember that we need more new mercies every single day like you really need this thing every day every tyler did mention this when we in our conversations earlier every single day you need new mercy every and i keep saying that because like i really want somebody who keeps on slipping like me and everybody else in this world, let's just be honest that we really do need this every day. Get fed every day. Like you go in here and grab that ZD out the fridge like I did just 23 minutes ago or however long ago. You need it. <laughs> you need mercy. Mercy is your food, is your motivation to keep going. So Aww. This was so good. Amber, this was so fire. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness, y'all. We're so excited for the next episode. That one's going to be red flags. And like Amber said, I think we're going to throw some green flags in there. We don't have to. Stay tuned. It's a surprise. <laughs> and I just want to say this really quick. Thank you so much because we didn't say this earlier. So thank you so much for tuning into Singles Unlocked, where we are unlocking and unleashing all that God has for us in our single season, discovering and nurturing our current potential to furnish our God-given purpose, gleaning and applying what we gather from our men and women's perspectives, preparing and positioning ourselves for kingdom relationships. Being single is a necessity. It is the entree, not the dipping sauce. So that is what we stand for. That is what we're here for. We are getting prepared, y'all. This was a little bit of a tough love segment. Mm -hmm. And um, we just love y'all. Tune in for prayer, you know. Um, we'll put the Zoom up. We're definitely, we do strategic prayer. That's going to be fire per usual and um what else did we do ty the clubhouse universities i think we talked about i think we talked about them oh yeah but yeah the clubhouse room so whenever we do some download clubhouse if you need to invite dm let us know uh, me at this life with christ or tyler pursuing his presence underscore oh yeah or teaching don't dm me no, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm not gonna give my personal. Y'all can DM me. Give them the give them the Instagram. Oh yeah, give them the Instagram too. You can DM me um at this life with Christ with two T's at the end. Or you can, you know, DM and follow our singles unlocked page, which is singles underscore unlocked. So yeah. 
We love y'all so much. We love you. Thank you so much for tuning in, like Amber said. And we'll see you next week. Peace, Peace. y'all. Bye.